0: Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast by default. Ain't no thing like me, Seth. Here are your hosts,
1: Zach and Jared.
0: that's coming. No. When do we start? Hey everyone, welcome
1: back. Happy
0: almost end of August. <laughs> Ghouls and Gals, it's Halloween season.
1: Uh, no, not yet. Although Pumpkinhead is out <laughs> in full force. <laughs> if
0: you base it on beer, it
1: is. Did you? Um, have you seen this? I don't know if I want to try it or no, not.
0: I, d- fuck now. I know exactly where you're going, and my answer is, no, I haven't tried it. No, I will not. Okay, I won't ask that. Uh, the question he was going to ask is, have you seen and have you tried the pumpkin head hard seltzer? <laughs> that and my, is correct. And my answer is, yes, I've seen it. No, I
1: shan't be trying it. <laughs> oh there were so many things i, could I don't like said hard that seltzer period inappropriate when you said yes i've seen it and no i don't i could have inserted so many things and it would have been hilarious I knew where
0: you were going with it
1: that's true i saw it when i saw it in the store. i go nope yeah no hard no no i don't hard no to that hard seltzer i steve rogers that i was like nope i don't think i will what patreon news oh yes a new duke of the podcast. Another duke? A new duke. All right!
0: This one is uh, the pseudonym that my mom uses, though. But still, we did say that we would give out shout-outs. But yes, thanks, pseudonym my mom uses. I didn't realize you were only giving me a dollar before. <laughs> All. Well, how do you not... <laughs> i don't look at people's pledge amounts are you
1: are you pretty much just saying well then there could be more people like donating more than just a dollar no because
0: it updates you when people change their amounts oh okay i get the emails
1: so pretty much you you just got an increase in your allowance is what you're saying essentially but the patreon on the rise again (laughs) so she's not a duke she'd be a duchess no you're a kick-ass duke you can be a duchess sure she's a she's a fine lady and she's a duchess there we go
0: what do we got going on this week pop culture news that's happening what if what up, what if? That's the thing we're doing. This week <laughs> in video game history, sports reports. We're talking uh, the very first appearance of Shang-Chi. It's real
1: racist. <laughs> uh, more than I was expecting. Cle- clearly, this show has been today a bastion of uh, political correctness and politeness. Boy, this comic isn't. No, and far from it. We- and we shall not be repeating
0: the things that it says, but it is... Um, dated. I was going to say shocking, but yeah, dated works as well. Yeah and your questions but let's just dive into it unless i want to talk about things i saw this week lower decks season two episode two boom riker's in there real enthusiastic i don't think he's coming back though so that makes me sad all right well and i also saw hugh jackman is sad about time
1: well time time comes for us all
0: that movie on hbo max
1: oh oh the jordan peele one no oh no the m night shamalan no that's, that's oh cold. that's the beach no
0: hugh jackman gets sad about time oh have you not seen the ads for this no all right, well, he's sad about time, and it's a noir, and who knew, and I liked it. Okay. <laughs> End of explanation. Wait,
1: what's the M. Night Shyamalan movie where people get old on the beach?
0: I think it's just called Old. Oh, okay. Or maybe it's Old on a Beach.
1: <laughs> not as much, not as delicious as uh, Sex on the Beach.
0: So let's move the, on from there. The drink? Yeah, not as much sand there. We're going to move on <sighs> to What Up, What If? Episode 3. There we are. Kind of dark. What if, by the way, spoilers, what if all the Avengers were murdered? <laughs> Pretty much with a who done it, and most of the voice actors are back except for Scarlett Johansson because I mean she seems to be on such good terms with Marvel right now. Well, I'm
1: sure this was done before that whole thing anyway.
0: Yeah. You know what's uh, crazy to me about this? What this. Uh, Like, about half of this is built into the Incredible Hulk movie, which, like, how did that work out rights-wise? Because that's owned by Universal, and that's why we don't have any Hulk sequels, so how were they able to go back into that world?
1: Mm, Interesting. Good point.
0: Also, uh, we saw Betty Ross again for the second time, this time not voiced by Maine's own Liv Tyler.
1: Nope, nope, nope. Different lady
0: voicing her. Yes.
1: But we got Samuel L. Jackson. We got Michael Douglas. We got Mark Ruffalo in this one.
0: Yeah, so that was also weird cuz so Ruffalo is going back to the Incredible Hulk movie. That movie he wasn't in. Yeah, good point. It Would have been much funnier if they got Ed Norton. That would have been, yeah. <laughs> that would have been some meta shit.
1: That would have been some or Eric Bana. That's too far back. Oh, but still he played played Bruce Banner, played the Hulk. He did.
0: Overall, I like this one. Um there's a lot of revisiting and once again, much with like Loki recently.
1: Yeah, did we say Hiddleston also won this one?
0: Yeah. We really can't get over the dialogue from the first Avengers movie.
1: No. <laughs> just,
0: it's time to move on. The movie was 10 years ago.
1: You know, often I hear the word subjugation. No. Only when I watch Marvel things.
0: I think it's funny that, like, yeah, regular man Thor just got shot down by an arrow. Oh, yeah.
1: he, Yeah, he, he got sniped hard. Jeremy Renner also.
0: Yeah, for a couple of lines. I mean, why not show up for a paycheck?
1: Yeah. Real easy work.
0: The way Shatner used to do it for the Star Trek animated show and just call in over a payphone. But clean the audio up. You got it. <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah, overall, I mean, it was enjoyable. It leaned a little heavy, like I said, into the Avengers dialogue. Like, there's... I don't know. I'm, well, I mean, I'd am I rather the, see more new than... See, I guess I'm more interested in telling a different story than telling a story that's just full of, like, wick, wick, nudge, nudge references.
1: Well, I think the reason all that Avengers dialogue is in there, it's like, it takes the premise of the Avengers movie, getting them all together... So you still have some of those same beats, but... Clark Gregg's still just making those Marvel paychecks. Oh my gosh, yes. Can't, can't keep Clark Gregg down. No, you not can't. In the Marvel world. No, but I think the reason it hits those same familiar beats is because, like, yeah, this is the movie, but now we're removing these characters from the movie, so certain things are still going to happen.
0: Yeah, I'd still rather just see new stuff. All right, well, Clark Gregg dies. Give him a TV show for seventh season. All right, that's over. Put him in Captain Marvel. Well, that's over. Put him in what if? He just keeps on coming. Yeah.
1: Well... Now the what if, you know, probably he might not die because the Avengers didn't get together in the way that they got together before. I
0: suppose he lives in this universe. Probably. I mean, you can't put baby in the corner. No, you cannot. That was his wife. They're divorced now. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> that was the joke.
1: Yes. <laughs> he She put him in a financial corner. That's why he's got to do all the Marvel paychecks.
0: I mean, we don't, I don't know the legality of their divorce. Yeah, I don't
1: really have the files in front of me.
0: I didn't see if they had a prenup.
1: I mean, Agent Coulson would be smart enough to cross all the... uh Eyes and dot all the t's
0: and he's still got that new adventures of old christine money
1: wow that's good money
0: <laughs> i don't know what was that show about i never saw it
1: getting him paid it was about julia
0: louis dreyfus and something about the seinfeld curse isn't real yay emmys and then she made a lot more money and now she's making more money and emmys now she's on that marvel train apparently if you're on the old adventures of new christine
1: you're on the new adventures of old Marvel or the old adventures of new Marvel. I don't know. Whatever. They're making that Marvel. Mode. Anyway. No, I like this one. I don't know if it's the best of the three, but it's, uh, it's enjoyable.
0: I did enjoy deranged, um,
1: Michael Douglas. Oh, that was fantastic. Deranged Michael Douglas, Samuel L. Jackson brought it again. Tom Hilson is Loki. Tom Hilson is Loki doing blackface. This is because he's, you know, playing a, uh, he's transformed himself or casting an image of, um, uh, Nick Fury. Yeah, still did it. All right, there you go.
0: (laughs) Also, I love all the, like, transitions, like, because there's that part in the, like, phase one of Marvel where, like, everything happens, like, in a two-week span of, like, Iron Man 2 happens, the Hulk happens, Thor happens. They're all overlapping each other, timeline-wise. And this one, they tried to break it down through days of the week. But it just looks like when the Simpsons did that gag for when they did the Treehouse of Horror for The Shining, where it's like, Monday, we forgot Grandpa! (laughs) Two. Tuesday, we forgot, like, the door's unlocked
1: did you um say,
0: we forgot grandpa
1: did you also see speaking of like days of the week and when things happen they took and put the marvel movies on disney plus there's a a filter you can do them in chronological order like how they happen in real time like that's how i watch them yes
0: i haven't done a rewatch in a good long while
1: like up until i'd say
0: about age of ultron every time there was a new movie i'd do a full rewatch but then it started getting just
1: too like there's too many.
0: Yeah, you would have I, to. I can't commit like a month to this. You man, would have to start rewatching tw- it twice a after year. going to
1: the theater to get ready for the next movie. Because yeah, basically we've got what? Well, Shang Chi in a couple of weeks. We've got uh, Spider Man coming up and at Christmas time.
0: And the Eternals before that. Yeah, so we got
1: three Marvel movies in three months, pretty much four months.
0: Plus, yeah, more shows. Hawkeye is gonna happen, and the rest of What If, and I think that's it.
1: Wow. Anyway, no, I give this episode a thumbs up. Yeah, I enjoyed it.
0: All right, we're going to move on from there to the news.
1: Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news.
0: All right, let's talk Spider-Man. Let's talk everything. We're going to talk the leak. We're going to talk leaked photos. We're going to talk J.B. Smooth giving away too much in an interview. He got tricked into it. We're going to talk the trailer itself.
1: I miss the J.B. Smooth stuff.
0: I don't know what he was at because I only saw the clip of it. A reporter was talking to him, and they're like, "Oh, hey!" And uh, with because he's in, he was one of the teachers. He, I love him. He's on Curb Your Enthusiasm. He is like the best thing in there. Just hilarious comedian, like this insane energy. Weirdly, didn't have it in the Spider Man movie. It was like, what's the point of having JB Smooth you're just gonna like reel him in? But whatever. Uh, he was being interviewed on some red carpet, they're like, "Oh, hey!" in Spider Man, you know, No Way Home. Uh, which Spider Man are you most excited to see Tom Holland act with? Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire? He's like, oh, definitely Tobey Maguire. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. Oh, uh, thank you. Originally, I didn't think this was real, but it kind of did the rounds enough that I think it is. There was a leaked uh, set photo of Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire that supposedly is real. It did the rounds enough. There were other leaked photos
1: of- In the suit? Uh,
0: yes, both of them in the suit. All right. Mask, masks off. Well, that was
1: how you would know if it was- Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, there were more leaked images of- uh, we already knew that he was in this, but Jamie Foxx's Electro. Well, I mean,
1: um, you see a little. I mean, sinister, there's Sinister Six in this,
0: probably. I I don't want to say it's a definite, but I'm going to say it's a probable.
1: Well, I mean, you've you already got references to Electro, Doc Ock, Green Goblin. I you're halfway there.
0: Yeah, Electro. We know most. I mean, honestly, the leak set photos give you more he's not like in a full electro suit instead of like being a crazy like he's not blue lightning like he was before but he is just in like a green and yellow windbreaker wow close enough there were leaked photos of uh defoe Ooh, leaked photos of uh alfred molina but those ones kind of matter less at this point yeah they (laughs) they matter.
1: well also the ones of william defoe matter less because you get his cackle and the you see one of the goblin bombs
0: well what if it was the
1: new goblin what if it was franco no, it was very much the cackle of... Well, also, yeah, we
0: can't do... Franco's all done because of alleged sex stuff. So we're not bringing him back. Harry! Also, his snowboard was stupid.
1: Oh, yeah, really dumb. It killed him in the end.
0: <laughs> Your stupid design. Your hubris is what did you in.
1: Yeah, listen, Michael J. Fox called. He wants his hoverboard back. That was a bad design. Marty McFly is not happy with you.
0: Yeah, so there was all that. There's a bunch of photo leaks. So it's just everything's like collapsing. Then the trailer leaks. It was supposed to, the official trailer was released when it was supposed to be released, which, I mean, to be it was like a day later. Yeah. I think it was CinemaCon, I think that's what it was. So, I mean, the trailer, it didn't change anything really, because it was supposed to come out the day after. But you yeah, had the, the full trailer leaked, like, unfinished and crappy. It was like someone sharing an Instagram story and someone recording that Instagram story on a different phone.
1: But it was a flip phone.
0: Real grainy. Yeah, like I could understand half of what was being said. In it. It's like I heard like oh, yeah, I hear the word multiverse.
1: Yes. So okay, let's. Since we've kind of gone down that that path now, now we kind of have a little bit more idea what the story is. Clearly, Doctor Strange is manipulating, and we're gonna get multiverse stuff here
0: yeah so the trailer starts uh, starts off peter parker mary jane sitting on a roof talking about um some kind of weird spider seduction thing I'm like you guys referencing the 90 like the mid 90s trailer that james cameron did well no
1: it's script treatment it wasn't the trailer it was a script treatment we covered I, that on the show yeah i read it you didn't yeah. don't tell me what i read and you listen to me tell you about just saying you heard it here first on the editor's note podcast so
0: That trailer, the most hilarious, or not the trailer, the script, the most hilarious part was like Peter tying down Mary Jane bondage style and doing this weird spider dance on top of a bridge with her being like, oh, the female seduces the spider. And this is like how this trailer starts off. I'm like, holy shit.
1: They're going for (laughs) it. I can't
0: believe they're referencing the 90s James Cameron
1: script. And they're also on top of a bridge at one point. I know.
0: And then we get, yeah, like, talking about um Peter going to Doctor Strange, being like, can you erase this? Can make everyone forget that I'm Spider-Man? I'm like, huh. Like, that time they did that in the yeah. mid-2000s, mid to late 2000s, and it's uh, the most hated Spider-Man story ever? You got balls moving.
1: Also, like, what's going on inside the Sanctum Santorum? That it's like frost, it's snow inside of it.
0: I couldn't tell you why. Maybe it's a warm summer day and they just wanted to cool it down. Well, I
1: mean, it's been several warm summer days here in central Maine recently. But also, I find it hard to believe that, I'm just watching the trailer. That it's Doctor- Mephisto.
0: It's Mephisto in disguise.
1: That'd be cool. It
0: could be. Because um, he's the one who does the thing originally. Like Peter goes to Doctor Strange. He's like, save my Aunt May, who's been shot with a bullet. And also make everyone forget me. And he's like, nah, bitch. And then he goes to the devil. He's like, do that thing I just said. He's like, yeah, bitch.
1: But like, I, thi- I, my feeling here, too, I mean, there's po- a possibility to that. But, like, Doctor Strange is, like, his character has developed to the point, like, he wouldn't do something like that that's going to manipulate the multiverse.
0: Yeah, it does seem strange. Like, the dude who is, like,
1: I'm not giving up the time, stone. like, I will let you die.
0: The Yeah, the guy who, like, was showing the most restraint and is now just going, ah, heck with it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Let's go buck wild. So, maybe that the, maybe there could be some Mephisto stuff there.
0: Maybe. I just love that everything is- Faustian a- Bargain? Everything is Mephisto now, and that's what I'm going to say for absolutely everything. The Eternals, it's Mephisto. There we go. <laughs> I don't know why. It just is. Everyone wants the devil for some reason. It's in the details, my friend. Uh, yeah, probably Sinister Six. I mean, we know we got at least three of them. People are also... Well, what do we got? We know we got Green Goblin. We know we got Doc Ock, which, I mean, when Alfred Molina was like, I don't care about my NDA, this happens like two seconds after the last movie. So... My, I mean, before he said that, my assumption would have been, oh, we're just pulling similar characters from different dimensions, but the way that Melina said it makes it sound like same guy we saw before.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: So now we've got Green Goblin, we know we well, got Electro, I mean, we know we got Doc Ock.
1: I mean, last time we saw Doc Ock, he was going down into the Hudson. We probably- The power of the sun in the palm of yeah, his hand.
0: Maybe Sandman, maybe the lizard, people are saying. And at this point, all we're really missing is Paul Giamatti's rhino.
1: Yeah, (laughs) bring him back.
0: Bring him back. That makes six.
1: Is Rhino part of the Sinister Six? I mean,
0: I want to say at points he is. It's a rotating cast of characters. Oh, so you
1: can only have six active at a time? Yeah, I respect that.
0: He's probably been there at some point. Maybe he was there originally. I don't remember.
1: No, I'm more excited for the movie now. I'm. We kind of have an idea. A little more. Maybe a little more idea. They definitely tap into a lot of um, the same kind of visuals that we had in Doctor Strange with the city folding out on itself, the train. Yeah, it looks like they have a little bit of a scuffle. Mm. So why is Peter fighting Doctor Strange? Because mm-hmm. he's mad
0: that he made a deal with Mephisto.
1: Could be that. Could Yeah, it could it, be he's that. he's going to show him his Fisto. So maybe here, let's just play this out. It could be that Peter goes to who he thinks is Doctor Strange. It's actually Mephisto. And now Doctor Strange is like, oh, we got to repair this. And he's mad.
0: Plus, just give me more J.K. Simmons. I'm all about that. Yes, Spider Man.
1: Although you, uh, I saw a really interesting, a good meme with like something about like you know true characters revealed and whatever. And, like when when uh, Green Goblin comes to him in the first movie and says, "Where's the guy who takes pictures of Spider Man?" He covers for Peter Parker. He's like, I don't know. His stuff comes in the mail. It's also just good journalism 101. He's protecting his source, and
0: he mentions Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah.
1: Doctor Strange. I like it. It's
0: already taken moving on i guess hey more marvel trailers because why not that's yes. doc ock love it <laughs> the eternals had its final trailer Looks good yeah looks colorful looks fun i need to do some reading up on the eternals
1: clearly that means if you're doing reading up i'm gonna end up reading up at some point
0: probably a hair less than me but yes
1: yes <laughs> uh, by a hair less i mean like a whole wig less
0: yeah i mean overall i'm enjoying the look of the movie it's <laughs> i like how the movies, the trailers are to be like why weren't they fighting thanos we gave you a reason because they're not the deviants that's the whole deal the eternals there's two like two warring races uh them and the deviants although i think thanos is technically a deviant but let's ignore that
1: yeah because i mean he already has people fighting him i mean there's plenty of like
0: i have no idea who that villain is (laughs) but
1: i'm gonna find out uh let's see what else about it oh we see celestial who also looks a lot like the Watcher, but with more eyes. What was funny is like the internet was like,
0: oh my, not all the internet, but some of them were like, oh my god, look, it's Galactus. So close, but so far.
1: To be fair, a lot of those big Kirby characters do look similar.
0: So, the way to tell the difference is Galactus has a big
1: G in the middle of his chest. That is a yes. That's do you, know, you I mean? know the difference. They have the square head with the big like helmet and the horns that come out the side kind of deal. Galactus also wears a skirt. Maybe it's a kilt. Space skirt. A space skirt. I like it. Galactus also has Silver Surfer, heralding a arrival. This one
0: feels a little different than most
1: Marvel stuff, because this one feels like you
0: really have like established actors in it. I mean, like Selma Hayek and Angelina Jolie. Even to a point, like Kumail, I'm like, oh, there's like that comedian. I mean, he's been in a bunch of stuff recently, and then there's like, oh, there's two Game of Thrones actors. This one feels a little more like, let's spot the celebrity than most Marvel stuff. I mean, most of their stuff is like, oh, let's get an up-and-comer.
1: And the other thing about it, it feels like it takes place so far outside of the other stuff that we've already seen. We'll see what happens. But we are kind of still shifting toward that uh, that stuff.
0: I mean, that, that was a terrible sentence you just had. Yeah. Just kind of shifting towards the stuff. And
1: by the stuff, I mean, like, the galactic, the...
0: I mean, Guardians was outside of the box originally, and that's been yeah. well ingratiated, well received. I got all reason to believe this is going to be great. I, s- I certainly love the visual aspect of it.
1: You know what I love too about the upcoming three movies we're going to get? We're going to get three post-credit scenes. We're going to start getting that feeding the next narrative in Phase Four. I still think I still cross my fingers. I and hope, hope
0: they're all just commercials for Disney Plus, like Black Widow was.
1: <laughs> Probably will be, but I still have my fingers crossed. I think one of the best cutscene ideas they could have is just you pan through space. There's a planet, and they just keep pan- panning, 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 and it's the Silver Surfer from behind, and he just sails off.
0: He'll be here sooner at some point.
1: Yeah, but imagine how people would lose their mind if all of a sudden you just see like the Silver Surfer as a post credit scene. doesn't have to say anything. He just be out there doing his thing.
0: That 2007 version, they got that design just right, and even Lawrence Fishburne doing the voice, it was like, we were so close. It was a bad movie. <laughs>
1: Uh, I mean, who could be the voice of Silver Surfer now? You couldn't go with like, you know, maybe you bring back Lawrence Fishburne if he would do it.
0: No, because he's already in the universe. He's Goliath.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, he's Goliath. You can't use Idris Elba. He's got that good deep voice that would be a good Silver Surfer voice. You can't use um uh Peter Dinklage because he was. Uh...
0: <laughs> you can't use James Earl Jones because he's about to die.
1: Oh, that's no, that's too dark. It's true. He's very old. He is old, but you couldn't use him. I'm trying to think of who else would be, who's got kind of that deep, tenor voice. Could be anyone.
0: Uh, what else? Oh, The Matrix has a title. The most obvious title they ever could have had. So we go from The Matrix, to The Matrix Reloaded, to The Matrix Revolution, to The Matrix Reboot. Resurrection. Oh, okay. So close.
1: Well, Neo did die, and the machines carried him off in a Jesus-like pose, so.
0: <laughs> did he die? It's such a vague ending, and not in a good way.
1: Maybe he's still in the matrix. Maybe we don't understand. Maybe yeah. Oh no, no.
0: No one understands the end of that movie. It doesn't make any damn sense.
1: Yeah, considering the architect and the oracle are sitting down. He's like, "You played a dangerous game." And
0: is he alive? There's a little girl painting the sky smith was inside of him then he was inside smith and everyone blew up and whatever it's all it doesn't make any damn sense
1: no no it doesn't it's one
0: of those movies just kind of go
1: like well i guess it's over first movie was fantastic
0: yeah mr
1: anderson terrible impression
0: but yeah matrix uh resurrection like yep of course that's what we're gonna go with sony is apparently tired of not knowing where they stand in the world so they have rebranded their spider-man content oh yeah from here on out, by the way, Venom is probably delayed until 2022. Oh. Venom 2 to 2022. Lots of twos. Two,
1: two, two, two. two, 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 two.
0: <sighs> they will rebrand their content with this um, title that just rolls off the tongue. All the Spider-Man movies will now be part of, in quotes, Sony's Spider-Man universe. Very literal.
1: Are they really going to be? Because these apparently we get Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire in this Marvel Studios version of Spider-Man.
0: Spider-Man tom holland is up for one more movie after this and that's when the contract is up but they still have like the venom movies in morbius and they're doing that craven the hunter thing whatever i have very little interest in these side movies but at the end of the day too like i'll tell you right now we are not gonna go see morbius for the show i will red box that
1: okay cool i'll be over
0: <laughs> i don't need to see jared leto
1: but that being like said 30
0: bucks for two tickets
1: they're really expanding out more and more and more like they're just like oh we have all these comics at our disposal we're just gonna make movie after movie after movie after movie there's gonna come a point where people have to kind of like differentiate between the different universes within the mcu i think
0: i don't care about i mean at this point you could say like oh a different timeline or whatever i don't care about any of these tertiary spider-man characters i like them as villains i don't care about them as like solo things yeah 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 Sony's Spider-Man universe just rolls off the tongue. Speaking of a Marvel universe...
1: SSMU. Smoo.
0: Riri Williams' Ironheart, star of the upcoming Armor Wars series, will be making her first appearance in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Good. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, expand the world, also have some of that sweet cross-pollination going on.
1: They do it so well. Like they're able Overall, to... yeah. Yeah. Some... <laughs>
0: that post-credits black scene in black widow was real bad they're just like get disney plus
1: yeah because we're gonna show you try and kill him wait Uh, show you her trying to kill him
0: man that that one was very blatant
1: yeah it was
0: And iron man 2 is pretty blatant they're like we're getting the avengers together what's that the avengers
1: that was in iron man 1
0: that was mostly Iron Man two. It's like half that movie was Nick Fury going like, "Hey, I'm going to get you a vengeance."
1: Yeah, but the end of the end of the first yes, that was, Iron Man. That was
0: thirty seconds compared to half a movie. I
1: want to talk to you about the Avengers Initiative. Yeah, we know that, yeah. we were there, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, they're going to do it!" And then ten years later, it was four years later. Yeah, but ten years later, they finished the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs>
0: except for, it will never stop this machine no whatever i'm here for the ride rewatches are much less likely now
1: <laughs> yes true
0: like, do i really want to rewatch like 30 movies and multiple seasons of television
1: it's like four days of movie watching not particularly
0: yeah, uh she'll be showing up in black panther 2 makes sense last bit of news hbo max has announced a black canary movie spinning off that character from the birds of prey movie which by the way you should watch because it's really good okay and you and mcgregor choose some scenery
1: i do have hbo max access
0: you do and that movie's on there. It's really good. Uh, it did a terrible job of marketing. It didn't. wasn't very successful, but damn, it was a fun, enjoyable movie. I liked it a lot.
1: The Liberation of Harley Quinn.
0: Yeah, whenever one of the three. Literally, it changed its title three times during its cinematic release. Not a good sign.
1: No, but you're saying it's a good movie, so.
0: It is a very good movie. I All enjoy right. it quite a bit. Uh, yeah, we, the Black Canary character was in there. She used her powers a whole one time in there. Saving it. <laughs> I mean, it's a cool sequence when she does, but. Yeah. Hopefully, in this movie, uh, we'll get to see it more than once. Yes. Low bar, but, you
1: know, I bet we can get there. I believe in it.
0: All right. That's that. So, from there, we're going to move on to this week in video game history. Superhero landing coming up. This week in video game history. You're getting the bell ready. Damn right. Well, we got some biggies this week. See? Boy, do we.
1: Boy, do we.
0: 1982, Atari acquired the rights to the game that would crash the video game industry.
1: Oh, we talked about this before, haven't we?
0: What game? Yeah, they got the rights to a movie tie-in that crashed the video game industry. Uh, Later, copies would be buried in the Las Vegas desert. They have been excavated. It's not as many as were reported, but they are out there.
1: I can't remember what movie it was. It was E.T., Oh, that's right.
0: The game was put together in something like two weeks, generally referred to as like one of the worst games of all time, and yeah, crashed the entire industry. Oops. But thank God, just a few years later, this other little company named Nintendo came along and really pulled it up by its bootstraps, especially with one of their biggest titles ever in 1987. I would say their second biggest title.
1: Second biggest title?
0: For Nintendo.
1: Not The Legend of Zelda. Uh,
0: Yes, this week in 1987, The Legend of Zelda came out.
1: Wow. I was torn between that and Tetris.
0: I think Tetris did more numbers, technically. But, yeah. I but
1: mean, you can't really like franchise out stories with Tetris. I guess Tetris, still ha- they're still going. Oh, yeah. Tetris is still.
0: <laughs> but Yeah, Legend of Zelda. Just a little elf boy in the woods based on Miyamoto's childhood, where I guess he fought monsters.
1: Hey, we all have our demons and things, I but guess.
0: First game with the ability to save your progress with a battery pack. That's true. Later, re released with a gold cartridge, and also many times after that. But
1: Yeah. The gold cartridge was cool, though.
0: It was. Tough game.
1: Very tough <laughs> I, game. I beat
0: it. I have beat it. It's one of those kind of, a lot of trial and error kind of but game.
1: Iconic soundtrack, too. Oh,
0: one of the best. One of the
1: best. Jumping forward to
0: 2000, Nintendo is like, hey, we're moving on to uh, our next two big things. It's time to announce a new system and a new handheld, both at the same event in 2000.
1: Do you want in 2000? Yep. Are you asking for the name of the system? And the handheld. And the handheld. Would it be the Nintendo 64 and Game Boy Advance?
0: Well, one of them is right. One of them was out in 96.
1: Oh, so Game Boy Advance. Yep. And GameCube.
0: Yes, it is. You don't get the bell. I
1: got one for the Game Boy Advance.
0: <laughs> one for the money.
1: Yeah, that's right. I screwed up on the, the Nintendo 64. My bad. 2005, this
0: comic book-inspired game, still one of the best of all time, involved a fully- destroyable environment none of these restrictions like oh you like you there's a mailbox you just swing out wildly and nothing happens no everything you can destroy the entire world around you
1: spider-man no you because you always say it's one of the best games of all time
0: no uh, this i really love this game this game is so amazing what year 2005
1: and it's a movie
0: it has nothing to do with a movie it was just a video game based on a comic book character where you could just beat up your entire environment and that was its big selling point oh and also you could make boxing gloves out of cars hulk it was hulk ultimate destruction god that game was fun for playstation 2 if you haven't played it it's still very playable go <laughs> well. it's so much fun it's just
1: raise hell and
0: it's basically like you just spend three quarters of your time just like punching everything because you
1: can is it like when you like just take over a city that's already built in sim city and just unleash monsters and destroy essentially it? yeah okay but
0: you do that as the hulk 2000- were, you, were you
1: a big sim city guy did you like sim city
0: uh i'm played streets of sim city a lot i played sim city some but it was oh. kind of because i just build it and then just destroy it with like a hurricane
1: well, that's always fun
0: streets of sim city i played a lot that was a racer
1: sim tower was cool i liked sim tower that was fun 2007
0: look it was bioshock and i was just mentioning it because it got a lot of acclaim and i didn't really like it okay It's my commentary on bioshock <laughs> I played it for a little bit when eh, so this I've, thing
1: this <laughs> thing did well, but screw it. I don't think it's as good as people say. All right,
0: it's my Bioshock commentary. Hot takes. Thank hot, you. Hot takes from a 2007. Hot game. takes.
1: Hot takes on a cold night. It's just a hot night out there. It's humid. It's humid. Yes.
0: Uh, this turned into a four-game series, kicking off with this one in 2009. Written by Paul Dini involving voice actors such as Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill.
1: It would have to do with Batman. Is it the Arkham Asylum one? It is Arkham Asylum. Yeah, the first one.
0: I've played the first three. I have not played the fourth one because I don't have a PlayStation 4.
1: Do you need to get the bell out? I rang the bell more than I've ever rung it in any segment ever.
0: Speaking of last one in 2007... This other place, oh, I guess Batman wasn't a PlayStation exclusive. It wasn't. But this PlayStation exclusive put out their fourth title, possibly their last, has an upcoming movie. 2007. Teen. Teen. Possible upcoming movie? No, definite upcoming movie. Stars Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. PlayStation exclusive. Action adventure game. I think Naughty Dog did it. Very Indiana Jones inspired. No idea. Uncharted 4 came out. Ah. I once again mention this because I haven't been able to play it because I don't have a
1: PlayStation 4.
0: (laughs) I do. (laughs) So I can't play Uncharted 4.
1: Once I get my PlayStation 5, I'll sell you my PlayStation 4.
0: (laughs) But I want to play Uncharted.
1: So then I'll just sell you my PlayStation 4 when I get my PlayStation 5.
0: I'll give you $3. That's not going to be enough. Well, then you can sit on it forever.
1: All right. Fine. (laughs) You're lowballing me. I know what I got there. I'll find other interested buyers that will go for $4.
0: That will do it for this week in Sports Reports. So...
1: You mean that this week in in video game history?
0: We're moving on to the next thing,
1: which would be this week in.
0: So, going from the GBA to the NFL, I don't know. They're both three-letter acronyms. It's time for Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the fifty. He's at the thirty. Bear
1: tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the forty-yard line.
0: It's time for another Jared Sports Report.
1: So, where do we want to start? We want to start with the big news from New England. Sure. All right. Well, this week, whatever it is. Well, the quarterback story in New England got a little more interesting. Cam Newton had some um, a couple of medical appointments outside of New England, which he was permitted to go to, but because he's unvaccinated, he was standard to a different set of reintegration protocols into the team bubble. Kind of, it's not really a bubble, but
0: okay i saw part of this is he actually unvaccinated or are people just assuming he's unvaccinated i'm believing
1: that since he was not able to return to the team he is unvaccinated
0: okay so it is still overall an assumption
1: yeah i'm i'm like i haven't dug deeply but i'm like 99 percent certain that he's not vaccinated okay anyway he was not allowed to return to the team per COVID protocols he's in kind of a holding pattern so he's pretty much missed a whole week he can do like virtual stuff Missed a whole week of practices, including joint practices with the Giants. So on their final preseason game, which I believe is Thursday or Thursday or Friday, the Patriots will play the Giants and Mac Jones will be the starter and he'll get a ton of reps. He had kind of an up and down week. What's up, Stidham? Stidham's not on the roster, I don't believe. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Sucks to suck. I think he got traded. I can't remember. Let me
0: look. I regret asking questions.
1: I regret not knowing immediately. Oh, apparently he's still with the Patriots, but we haven't seen him take many reps. Hmm. Well, there you go. So, yeah, stood him still with the Patriots, but really not been seen. So I don't think he's taken any preseason snaps. Mm. I don't know. I'll have to do some more investigation. But regardless, Mac Jones today, which will be Wednesday, had a banner day completing 35 of 40 passes against the Giants, including a 50 yard touchdown bomb. He's really I mean it was clear it was going to be a quarterback fight but Bill Belichick really doesn't stand for these kinds of things. Cam Newton may have just kind of oops himself out of the starting job, especially if can if uh, Matt continues to perform well. But the Patriots are going to be would be off next week. They don't play a game next week. Their first game uh will be the week after next. So they, they got like tw- 10 or 12 days after their final preseason game to cut the roster down to 53 and uh, all of that and whatnot. So, speaking of cutting the roster down, which, by the way, I mean, Mac Jones will be the starter for the Patriots at some point this year, I believe. Um, it might be from week one. Who knows? They just look better with him at quarterback, period. End of discussion. Speaking of cutting the roster down, Sony Michelle, you may rem- may remember him from such hits as a Super Bowl touchdown for the Patriots and decent running back play for the Patriots. Also, I uh, had a mean tweet read about him when he was doing he did an NFL mean tweet and the mean tweet was Sonny Michelle, more like Panasonic Michelle. I thought it was clever. Terrible. Anyway, he's been traded. They traded him to the Rams for two conditional picks. So the Patriots starting to make some roster moves. They were deep at running back anyway. So offloading Sonny Michelle kind of speaks to where they thought he lied with the plans. They get a couple draft picks. Pretty much, you know, traded away for next to nothing. But two conditional picks. So there's that. The Patriots and Giants finish up joint practices with a preseason game this week. And uh, from there, they get ready for opening day against the Dolphins, I think. So uh, that's it for Patriots NFL News. I stopped paying attention to the Red Sox. They kind of suck ish. And it's kind of really it at the moment. All right. There you go.
0: (laughs) Your sports are just one team.
1: That's what sports reports is in the middle of basketball season.
0: Well, there isn't much basketball news. (laughs) There you go. There's nothing. Uh, That's not true. Contract extensions were signed. Good for them. Marcus Smart, locked down for four more years. Robert Williams, locked down for four more years. Both on decent contracts. Also. With the number they're at, I would say very tradable contracts, although not until like January. And also uh, signing Josh Josh Richardson to a contract extension before he's played a single game. So that dude is on another very tradable contract. But That dude who is only going to get 11 million is now getting like 24. So, hey, you know, get that money. Yeah, pay me. Can't blame him.
1: No, not one bit.
0: And that's really it. And I hear people talk about the cap and I basically endlessly and I still don't understand it
1: a tip of the cap indeed
0: it's very confusing people just kind of rattle off cap things that i listen to and i go sure why not i don't get the rules
1: <laughs> no i mean they vary there's like a percentage and this and that and the other <laughs> there's a
0: reason that these people are rattling it off because i because people don't understand it
1: no i mean the people that need to understand it understand it i'm not one of them i just know that the cap space is a thing it exists and you can't go over it <laughs> well you shouldn't go over it that's that's the pay a luxury tax well that's in baseball
0: and, like, a hard cap, like, kicks in when we do, like, a sign and trade. And I don't know. It's a million, billion things. I don't get it. I just listen to it.
1: It's all to try and promote parody when it never does. Because smart people figure out ways to manipulate the system.
0: Yeah. Every single time.
1: <sighs> all right. Well, this turned into the economic report. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not really. We just went, math. I don't get it. Yeah, that's
1: exactly right. That's our economic <laughs> report. Math. I don't get it. Let's More Patreon, good. Less Patreon, bad. Back to you, Zach.
0: Great. <laughs> well, that was a pretty week sports reports but that's fine because
1: we're running long i feel
0: i don't feel like we are but there's just nothing happening that we care about
1: no i mean it's the middle of i mean there'll be more to talk about when things really get into full swing
0: all right then that's that we're gonna move on from there as shang chi uh because i've been pronouncing it wrong forever apparently i've been saying shang chi
1: okay shang chi
0: shang chi is apparently the way to do it although i wouldn't credit the comic we're going to talk about uh with anything that you should do we're gonna get with the upcoming movie. We're gonna talk about Shang Chi's first appearance in Marvel Special Edition Number
1: Fifteen. It's Jared's
0: reading corner. All right, this comic came out in 1973, written by Steve Englehart with pencils and also plotted by Jim Starlin. Who, boy?
1: Yeah. Uh.
0: Uh, parts of this comic that are a little bit interesting is, uh, originally, this comic was released during kind of the 70s boom of kung fu movies. Yes. And Marvel went, hey, let's do that. <laughs> so they did. And they didn't go fully, because they weren't really worried about like reprinting things later on. They went, hey, let's do that, and also let's license some characters. So we are introduced fairly early to this issue of the idea that Shang-Chi's father is Fu Manchu, who no one should use ever. Uh, If you look at it for half a second, you'll get why. But that was a licensed character. That wasn't something that Marvel invented, which also means that reprinting this book is uh, complicated legally.
1: I can imagine so.
0: Because another company owns the rights to Fu Manchu and a few other odds and ends. Yeah, I mean, the the Fu Manchu of it all is awkward, and it, him being Shang-Chi's father, obviously, I mean, the movie is changing that uh, to a different character. Also, the comics have as well.
1: Yeah, I don't think having a movie in 2021 with a character named Fu Manchu is a good idea. Yeah, no,
0: I can't imagine. Going into this, like, I knew that some of it was bad, and even to the point of, like, the colorization isn't what I would call exactly flattering either. No. It's a little yellow. And by a little, I mean a lot.
1: Yes.
0: You're just looking at it going like... Ugh. I'm uncomfortable reading this. <laughs> yeah, like
1: this. So, anyway.
0: Let's, let's not do that.
1: Get beyond it, like the basic premise of the story... Plus all the uh, racial slurs they throw around quite liberally. Yeah, well, none of which you will hear on this program. <laughs>
0: no, thank you. Yeah, you just it's shocking more than anything. Like You're just kind of like, you know, I'm sitting reading along. Like da, 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 da. Whoa, whoa.
1: So, like, here's... <laughs> like, that came out of left field. My thing, like, we've read some of, you know, the older Silver Age. Is it Silver Age? No. Uh,
0: I think this, this is kind of on that line between silver and bronze. I'd have to look up compare one did the death of gwen stacy happen comparatively that's kind of our line of demarcation but it's right kind of in that line okay well anyway
1: regardless you some of the older stuff we've read you're like wow that's really dated but i can kind of get it this isn't just dated it's like over the top like we're gonna write some things that probably even at the time are like hmm interesting way to say that
0: <laughs>
1: yeah so we learned beyond the
0: um awfulness of a lot of this and you're just like oh, you're being too woke like i don't think anyone could read this and be like
1: oh that's appropriate <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah oh that's nice that's how we should be talking to other people especially ones from foreign countries yeah or of foreign country descent not just you know anybody with ties to here
0: yeah, we get it it's fine
1: dude it's i don't want the show canceled because <laughs> this filth you presented to me to read
0: The gist of the story is Shang-Chi is raised kind of in isolation by his father to become an assassin one day.
1: Yes, a a master of Kung Fu.
0: So he assassins. He gets sent out. His dad, he's like, hey.
1: You're going to go kill this guy.
0: I am a calm leader of the world trying to bring around world peace. And this, like, 95-year-old man has been giving me trouble. We can't let him die of natural causes. Yeah. So you have to go kill him. Then Shang-Chi goes out he Even on
1: Even on his way too, he's like, I'm surprised my first mission is to go kill a man.
0: I love that like, he gets, the, like Fu Manchu is like, he cannot die of natural causes. He gets, Shang-Chi gets there. The dude is bedridden, I'm like.
1: He's not like, a, he's like got he, oxygen. He's, and he's like, his caretaker, like.
0: You could probably just let him die of natural causes. It doesn't look that far away.
1: No, his caretaker pulls a gun on Shang-Chi and Shang-Chi kicks that shit out the window.
0: Well, he also kills the old man. He's like, what? One-hit kill, which, to be fair, uh, looking at how just feeble the old man looked, I think a three-year-old could have done it in one hit. Yes. I don't think you needed a highly trained assassin. A gentle breeze, I think, would have also done the job.
1: Shang-Chi also, during this process, has revealed a terrible truth. His dad is the bad guy. He's a baddie of baddies. He's a big-time villain. Yeah, apparently he's genetically
0: engineering animals to become killers.
1: Yes, and so, that will
0: give him world domination?
1: No, I mean... I don't know. Get a gun. No, Shang-Chi kicked that shit out the window. Did you not see the panel where he <laughs> kicked the gun out of that man's hand? Oh, no, I'm just saying, if they're like slightly smarter animals,
0: stand back 10 feet, shoot it. Yes. If these animals don't have guns. Correct. So
1: Shang-Chi does... Unless what- it
0: becomes like a Planet of the Apes kind of situation, yeah. and then they do.
1: That's, yeah, that's not, not good. So Shang-Chi does what every relatively well-adjusted adult uh, will do in Moments of Crisis... They go to their mother. He goes to his mom and says, "Is this true, mom?" And mom's like, "Yeah, I married him because I wanted to make sure I could transfer my power into." And he's like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. They also, um,
0: and I don't know where this stands currently, but they the book makes a big deal of him. Um, I think they call him a half breed at one point.
1: Uh yes, that was in there
0: where he has Asian descent and also Caucasian, like yeah. from his mother. And she's like, oh, yeah, your father could have had any woman in the world, but he chose me to make, like, this perfect child. And you're like, that's some eugenic shit? Yeah,
1: pretty much. That's weird. Yeah. So Shang-Chi's like, well, this is not how it ha- I-, I need to go see the man himself. I'm going to go kick Fu Manchu's ass. So a
0: gorilla follows him. Yeah. He gets in a <laughs> fight
1: with a gorilla. Well, no, he-, he fought the sumo guy.
0: He fought, like, five guys. Yeah. But the gorilla was more important. And then he set it on fire.
1: It's true. He kicked a torch onto that gorilla and set him on fire. And then his father comes out. Now that
0: gorilla who now has a a low level consciousness is aware that he's just burning to death.
1: (laughs) I should go back and read. Was the gorilla's name Harambe?
0: I don't think so. Okay. I don't see a small child in there.
1: Uh oh. So anyway, we have the the big showdown between Shang-Chi and Fu Manchu. And he's like, is it true? And Fu Manchu's like, yep, it is. And now I have to kill you. Yeah, now I have to kill you. And he's like, because you kicked some fire at my gorilla. And then Fu Manchu's like, well, I'm leaving. Pretty much, because, I mean, it's like, all right, if you go out that door, I'm cutting you off. In fact, I'm cutting you off to the point where I'm going to come after you, and your my sole purpose will be your demise. I hope we don't have a licensing problem later on where I can't appear in the books. Yeah, where where I can't get after you and kill you, but that's the gist of it right there.
0: Yeah, that's kind of the first issue, and this was in a failing series at the time, uh, Special Marvel Edition. This was 15. The series went on for a total of 16 issues. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um I mean, look, yes, you could make the argument that that also happened with Spider-Man, but Shang-Chi has never risen to the level of Spider-Man popularity-wise.
1: No, not even. So, here's a thought. With Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, remember the Ten Rings was also referenced as the uh, the group that held Tony Stark captive.
0: Yes, um, and there are things that I know just based on people that showed up on a red carpet that I won't be sharing here for the sake of spoilers. Okay.
1: Well, good. Am I smart to have started to put those two things together?
0: You mean when before they were like, we're the 10 rings and in this movie, like, we're the 10 rings, and you went, maybe they're the same 10 rings.
1: Well, I mean, that's 20 rings.
0: You're right. They're the 20 rings now. Yes. That's what the legend is. There were used to be 10, now there's 20. With
1: our powers combined, we're the 20 rings. No, I'm not feeling it? No. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so this introduction of Shang-Chi... You can probably pass and and not lose anything. Yeah, to be this isn't honest.
0: particularly endearing. No, um,
1: I'm certainly not looking. This is like rose
0: colored goggles. Like ah, I remember the good old days? I'm reading most of it going like ah, boy.
1: So here's a question for you. Here's a, a thought because this came out what the
0: 1973.
1: Okay, so early 70s, still very fresh through Vietnam and what's going on there? What happened there? Oh, we hung out for a little bit in Vietnam. Oh. So, but furthermore, like with comics, and maybe you could speak to this, this is a question I had or a thought I had, like comics were supposed to like kind of transport you to different areas and and places. Do you think that they drew so heavily on some of that over the top way of what we thought like Asian culture was? And that's like, is that a, do you think that's a constant with older comics like that?
0: A lot of comics were very bad with um, ethnicities, especially, I, I shouldn't say especially because it was kind of bad across the board if you look at like the world war 2 era comics about like any japanese people yeah this thing that we just read looks um about as progressive as you could possibly imagine i mean the, the old stuff is like world war 2 era stuff is real bad like however bad you're thinking it's worse wow with just i mean even we were talking about like the colorization of like he's that's pretty yellow compared to like the old stuff where it's like it's brighter than the sun so like i guess my my question is more more along the the lines of like stereotypes were bad
1: do you think that it wasn't so much for shock value to use like really like for lack of a better term in in the comics with asian like an asian focal point to try and find like really over the top words that are that even like just are like sound asian just to kind of give it that feel
0: yeah, I mean, that's just people making crap up to, yes, and people leaning heavily into stereotypes. Yeah, of course. Not in a good way, just, no. yeah, whatever random sounds or vague Asianisms like work their way into this. Also, something that I can tell you at the end of this book, because they throw out a lot of different um, insulting slang terms at the end of it, like, I don't actually know what ethnicity he is, because they used racial slurs for different Asian communities. That's a good point yeah so i like, would is he japanese is he chinese i don't know I also, because they threw out different racial slurs
1: i have one other question before we move on from this and it's like a blanket comics question i feel like anytime there's a new introduction of a character it's like stanley presents the most ridiculous and over-the-top and amazing superhero ever like every time that he introduces a new character it's like they're the best thing ever like it's so sensationalized is that just me or do you feel yes, like Yes,
0: no, he does yeah, he's he's just a hawkster.
1: He's like, Now or ever you will find
0: <laughs> Stanley was a carnival barker.
1: Oh, he made a lot of money doing it. Yeah, eventually. Yes.
0: But, I mean, once he stops writing stuff, like, in the, well, probably roughly around this time, like, in the early 70s, everything, like, he built the brand of Stanley. Everything he did was, like, Stanley Presents. He, w- like, he did editorial stuff up until a point, but then, like, he was ba- his name was just on things. He'd, yeah. He'd built himself up, or he'd do, like, a Stan soapbox or something, but his active involvement, his name's all over shit he's doing nothing with.
1: Oh, kind of like Walt Disney. Walt Dis- Walt no, was I like... think
0: Disney, up until his death, was... Very involved. Yeah yes stan for the majority of his career was just a carnival barker all right not certainly not all events you know i'm not saying that about everything but once he's yeah well, i mean when he was even when he was writing and editing like he was still like slapping his name all over things like his name also had to go first on everything no matter what like no matter what his involvement was stanley's name got top billing every time well i mean i get a kick out of that sometimes like i'll come across pieces of art where like they've had to put like this uh paste up of other lettering on top of everything just because like stan's name wasn't on top and he's like hey it's something's not gonna
1: fly <laughs> something's
0: missing uh someone needs to be on top so everything like starts like edited by stan lee stan lee presents and all that crap
1: okay all right well so we determined this is probably like a you can pass
0: yeah don't, um don't let this one down. it's not
1: good all right
0: all right all right. We're moving on from there to letters to the editors
1: now for my favorite part of the show well, that's a talk to the audience. Oh, God, this is always dead. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Sorry, that is in my mail, Whatever. If not, I have one.
0: I thought we had a good one this week. All right, well, let's do the thing. If you want to write us your own letters, you can send those into editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. Ask us whatever. I thought we had a good one for this week, but apparently someone wants to come in after just asking a question. Apparently, that's a second question.
1: Yes all right here's my question for you if you were in charge if you could create any episode of what if what episode would you like to see
0: i would do this the sillier ones that they did like one of my favorite color cut colors one of my favorite covers blue of, yeah it's nice it's calming reminds me of the ocean and the sky <laughs> fair enough i go like especially because they do have the license back again go with like the stupidest ones i could think of like what if Conan the Barbarian existed in like current day? And I think they did that twice, but one of them is just like this close up image of Conan and he has a revolver. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, oh. Kind of like uh, when the when the, the guy from, in the movie Jumanji, the hunter, <laughs> gets the big automatic weapon. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it's Conan the Barbarian. So, All right. So he's there for the lamentation of the women uh, and to put some lead in your ass. Like,
1: <laughs> wow. That's um, kind of dark when you put it that way. That's actually like really dark. I think that's
0: one of the silliest "what if" covers
1: because some of them are like, "What if Spider-Man
0: joined the Fantastic Four? What if Thor was a lady?" <gasps> then it happened, and that's yeah. why that one is worth money now.
1: And also, we're gonna get Lady Thor and Love and Thunder probably.
0: Yeah, that's why that book is hot, 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 hot. <laughs> Pretty, I, I just, I think it was it was a later one. I think it was like a nineties one, but the idea of like, what if Conan the Barbarian? But he, it was like in New York, and he has a revolver. <laughs>
1: Wasn't there a movie like Jungle the Jungle? They had that movie. It's called Crocodile Dundee.
0: (laughs) Two different movies, Jungle the Jungle and Crocodile Dundee.
1: Well, no, I'm going to go with the crocodile. We already have that, Crocodile Dundee. We have that. We know what happens when a man from the outback shows up in the city. That's not a knife. This is a knife.
0: Yes, we all remember that one line and nothing else.
1: It's a great line. It's a great moment in the movie
0: epic tell me one more moment from crocodile dundee i've seen the movie and i couldn't tell you one other moment
1: i think he wrestles an alligator that might be in crocodile dundee too
0: it also might be steve Irwin.
1: oh that's true he did wrestle crocodiles
0: i remember nothing from that movie but that one line i remember more of the simpsons impersonated was like you ever play knifey spoony <laughs> jeez i remember that better oh wow
1: all right what was the real question
0: no we're doing this one. Oh, I, we're doing this I, one. I had
1: my oh. answer.
0: It was Conan with a gun. Conan the Barbarian with a gun, because he used to be a Marvel and Marvel property, and they owned it again, so we could do it now. Conan with a gun in the seventies, and I guess.
1: <laughs> okay, there you go. I had one earlier in the show, and I was going to write it down on my phone because I was like, that'd be a really good. And now I, I cannot remember it, but I wanted to ask you and see if I could if I would jog my mind because it was with we were talking about Spider Man stuff. We had just finished talking about what if. Why can't I think of it? Damn. Now I feel foolish.
0: Especially because the spotlight's on you now. I gave you my answer. It's <laughs>
1: true. You you really, really did. Oh, I guess another good a, a good what if would be, what if Captain America never got frozen in ice?
0: I mean, then he'd just be an old
1: man. He would be just an old man. I guess, yeah, you're right. That's kind of lame.
0: He'd be old and jacked. Uh, he'd be a real silver fox.
1: He would be a real silver fox. Hmm.
0: What if Spider-Man had a gun?
1: What if Spider-Man had a gun? <laughs> Uncle Ben would still be with us oh yeah what if uncle ben never dies
0: oh well, then spider-man gets rich i guess off of wrestling deals yeah
1: there we go spider-man as a wrestler
0: he's already halfway to a
1: luchador yeah he i mean no he's more than all the way to a luchador he's got the isn't that
0: that's, yeah that's how he got the inspiration for the mask in that amazing spider-man movie he fell into a wrestling ring.
1: yes he did unlike where in the in the sam raimi he just goes and wrestles because he, he needs a car to impress mj well
0: that's in the comics too it's pretty accurate
1: yes Another what if. What if Gwen Stacy never died?
0: Some menages, I guess.
1: You know that word means eat.
0: That's manja.
1: Whatever. That's no, that's Italian. No, it's not. Manja? I don't know. Your wife is the French teacher.
0: Manja is French.
1: Yeah, mange is French for eat.
0: Yeah, and I said menage. Oh,
1: well, I'm going with mange. Et toi. Eat a three. <laughs> eat a three. Now I feel really foolish for asking the question. I've really screwed the pooch on this one. Yeah, that's all I had.
0: <laughs> wow, you re- let it sputter out. Yeah,
1: I'm just going to hide and shame
0: i mean there's so many spider-man things you could do like you know what if he was just a big spider what if the spider bit someone else
1: i mean that's just so blanket i guess like more like a, a marvel cinematic what if
0: stand by conan with a gun get him in there
1: <laughs> we need Conan. you could get arnold to voice that he would do it this <laughs> is the, <laughs> this is the conan sword
0: sure marvel cinematic what if
1: because that's pretty much what we're getting with uh these cartoons
0: Yes, they all exist in that world, but they're still pulling from other stuff. You could do easy stuff like, what if Captain Marvel never left Earth?
1: Mm, true.
0: What if Ed Norton was still the Hulk?
1: <laughs> there we go. That's That could be your what if. Yeah, what if Stephen Strange never got in a car accident? Who would become the Master of the Mystic Arts then?
0: Yeah, Yeah, that could totally work. We might even get that. <laughs> yeah, we, we probably that could. That one sounds yeah. like the most plausible so far.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, who would be that fill-in for the Master of the Mystic Arts?
0: What if Nick Fury was still David Hasselhoff?
1: Ah, see, there we go. It'd <laughs> be get, much worse. That's what it was going to... Like, if you got the old Nick Fury, if you got David Hasselhoff to voice Nick Fury, get him in there and do that. No, thank you. Don't hassle the Hoff.
0: <laughs> Nothing to do with David Hasselhoff.
1: Yeah, what if What if Hydra didn't infiltrate S.H.I.E.L.D.? What would that be like?
0: Or what if they took over S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah, there's all kinds what of stuff they, out there. They did. But what if they won?
1: Oh, okay. I like that. Like, What if Hydra wins?
0: It'd be like that show Man in the High Castle that I've never seen. Yeah, right? what if
1: what if Red Skull never got transported by the Space Stone?
0: What if Hawkeye died instead? We'd all be happier. Wow. But not
1: inaccurate.
0: All right, that's it. That's the show.
1: Uh, if you enjoyed the show, go to patreon.com slash and a dollar a month gets you the podcast the day we record it, plus you get access to some other exclusive content behind the paywall, or if you really are ambitious and we appreciate that, we've had... In the last two weeks, we've had a Duke and a Duchess of the Podcast. $5 or more a month gets you your name. Shout it out with glee. All hail pseudonym for Zach's mom. Because that's who's our new Duchess of the Podcast this week.
0: All right. You're on Twitter.
1: At Junior Rich. So am I.
0: I'm there again. Enjoying it. Just poking around. You are.
1: I've seen more tweets from you.
0: Yeah. All positivity, though. No, the negative.
1: It's all true. Everything on Twitter is true. It's a
0: cesspool and I hate it. That's why I just put out
1: positive things. Which is kind of like... Refreshing from you,
0: and <laughs> a real left me. I'm like, screw it, I hate it.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Like I, Twitter me.
0: I'm like, this is awesome.
1: I'm like, this is the best version of Zach I've ever seen.
0: He just says nice things here. Uh, we'll None of them for- are ever
1: at me though.
0: Why would I at you?
1: I don't know, just for fun, make me feel alive.
0: If I have something to tell you, I'll just tell you. I don't need to publicly tell you.
1: I mean, you publicly tell me things every week. It's called a podcast, I suppose.
0: Oh, uh, well, you have me there. <laughs> Uh, we'll be back next week. I think it uh, might be time to start doing some maternal stuff, unless a movie comes out that i have forgotten about.
1: <laughs> All right, there we go.
0: All right, see you next week.
1: Bye.